From the Madison Metropolitan School District, this is Lead to Liberate, a podcast documenting stories of inspiration, growth, and empowerment across our schools. Wow, I love the music. Hello, I am Dr. Carlton D. Jenkins, a very proud superintendent here of Madison Metropolitan School District, and I am your host for this podcast. We thank you for listening in to us each and every week. We're going to continue to try to bring our staff at MMSD and talk to them about why they really chose MMSD and what they're doing to have an impact here with our students. How are they engaging our families? What are they going to do in the community? And what we hope to see as their legacy as they lead out. Today, I have an opportunity to do something very special. We have one of our very own. We're talking about Randall. Yes, we're talking about James C. Wright. We're talking about West High School, a graduate that's come back to contribute in many ways, Mr. Corbin Gaines. And so today, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Dr. Jenkins, man. Thank you for having me a part of your podcast. I'm looking forward to, you know, building with you and connecting with you. Yeah, most definitely. We are so excited to have you. When you were named as the athletic director there at West High School, we all said this is going to be a great fit. And what definitely um, what it means to all of us is that our goal, one, that students are graduating from high school, ready for college, ready for career, ready for the community, and to have one of our own come back. Tell us, what does this mean to you? Man, this means everything. I am a product of MMSD. I, like you said, I've been through uh, James C. Wright, graduated from Madison West, and to come back home to be a part of the same staff, same community that took me under their wing, and to give back, that's all, that's a dream come true for me. Wow, and when we talk about West High School, West is definitely one of our shining schools, not only in the district, but in the state and in the nation, because you have some of the most outstanding uh, academics coming out of West year in and year out. Yeah. Now, but we also know, we have to talk real, that there are challenges, right? And when we see challenges, we see opportunities. And this is why you were selected. So tell me, what do you see at West and what are you hoping to do here in in the near future? I feel like this is a great opportunity for me just to come back. I want the kids to see me in a different light. I want them to see me and say, hey, that's Coach Gaines. Look what he done. He's been in our same shoes, same seats, and look how far he's come. And I want kids to see me and say, hey, I can do exactly what he's doing. And I can make something out of myself. And I want to continue to do that for all students, and especially our black and brown students. Wow, that's, that's powerful. I noticed I had an opportunity to see you in action. I came over with breakfast for the champion. Tell us about that. What's that all about? Man, so at the high school level, we, we, we want to continue to uplift all of our athletes and, and, and praise them for their accomplishments. Because at the high school, it, sometimes it's hard. You can be pulled in different directions, a lot of distractions. So we want to continue to make sure that we celebrate all their accomplishments, right? So we had the breakfast of champions. Uh, a lot of our student leaders were there. Uh, it was just a great atmosphere. We had, uh, you were there. Uh, Jeremy Sliss was there, so it was just a powerful movement. I hope we can continue that for the future to give our students something to look forward to and to build upon. Yes, I noticed at the Breakfast with Champions, you just didn't have athletes. You had a number of students participating. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, we want to celebrate those those co-curriculars as well. We want to bridge that gap where we're all in this together. You know, you have your academics, co-curriculars, and you have your uh, athletes. You know, we want to continue to bridge that gap. We're all in this together. and we have to continue to uplift one another. That's why we all have jobs for these kids. And 
they need our support. They need our help. This world is, is, is moving fast. Uh, we're coming off the uh, COVID pandemic, so they need our support, and we've got to continue to uplift them and, and be that bridge that they need. Yes, I tell you, you mentioned the pandemic, and I thank you for doing that, because over the last 30 months, uh, the co-curricular activities kind of suffered a little bit not being able to get together. Can you talk about that and what it means to you? Oh yeah, so just seeing the kids down, not engaged, it, it kind of hurt me a little bit because like you said, I'm, I'm used to seeing them in a positive light, doing things that they love to do. So when I saw, you know, take away sports from them and no school and things like that, it, it just hurt me a little bit. So now that we were starting to slowly get those things back going, the kids are starting to get excited, but we just got to continue to make sure that they are engaged in the classroom. Because that's when things can, can, can go south a little bit. And we want to continue to uplift our kids that you step into this building, you feel loved, you feel valued, you feel seen. So when you step into the classroom, the teachers can give you that, something that you, you, you might not receive all the time. And we have to build those positive relationships that will carry over into the classroom as well as uh, athletically and, and co-curriculars. Yeah, I tell you, it's quite amazing. I watch you interact with the students and just that whole thing, our core values of belonging. And you truly like approach all students with that and also lifting the voice on another one of our co-values. And when we talk about this pandemic, so a number of students communicated out to us, uh, isolation didn't go well. Uh, the social emotional piece of it, when we saw mental health on the rise and we saw our students making different choices in schools that, not that they have never made these choices, but we saw them at a higher number. So last year, versus this year, what's the difference in the environment? What do you see? I see, we, we did a lot of work uh, at West just uplifting our teachers, right, to prepare them for welcoming wow. back our students. Um, and a key thing that we've been working on this year is relationships. You know, you gotta be able to build relationships with our students, and especially the students who need it the most. You know, you see a kid walking down the hallway, just pick out something small, say, hey, I like your shoes, nice haircut. You know, those small, subtle things will carry over for a long time. And then when a student's feeling upset, you can approach them easier because you've established a, a little bit of a relationship with them and they, and they feel like they can trust you. They might not, you know, express it the right way at the right time because they're going through something, but they will still remember that, hey, this teacher said I got nice shoes on today and it might make them feel some type of way in. That is the bridge to build that relationship, so. Uh, well, I tell you, Mr. Gaines, here on Lead to Liberate, we go right at it, yeah. right? We talk about the tough things. Let's talk real right yeah. now. You and I, here we are. The listeners, they're looking in, it's just you and I. An African-American male graduated from Madison, Metropolitan School District. All data says that you may not be sitting where you are right now today. So talk to us. Here you are, one of those data points that we've talked about when we look at African-American males who may not make it. You have gone through the system. Was it all easy, peaches and creams, or what impacted you, what influenced you, and then what are you gonna choose to do for others look just like you? Man, the, the, the journey I've been on, it's, it's been hard, um, but I, I did have a lot of support. You know, and, and I have people in place that help uplift me in times of need. And I wanna to continue to do that for other students as well. And you, and you think about me being a, a young, you know, African-American, playing sports. All I can think of with sports is my only way out, right? Mm. Playing sports physically, mm. right? You don't have to actually throw the football 
to be a part of athletics. You don't have mm. to shoot the ball in the basket to be a part of athletics. Now, you don't even have to be a coach to be a part of athletics. You could be an administrator doing everything behind the scenes and still have an impact within sports and you still feel like you're a part of something. So me being a, a part of the athletic department, kids can see that, hey, I don't have to be able to shoot a basketball anymore. Mm-hmm. I can do the administrative work and still be a part of athletics and still have the same impact on athletics and have the same impact on kids' lives just by doing the admin work. And that's what I want kids to see that, hey, there's different journeys to make it out. You know, sports is not the only way. And that's what our young black men, we always say, I want to be NFL. I want to go to the NBA. Mm-hmm. That, that's all we hear. But now there's another avenue when they see me, they say, hey, maybe I could be an AD where, mm. I'm, where I'm hiring coaches. Wow. You know? where you, you're uplifting coaches and you're training coaches to have an impact on those younger kids. You know, so I, I say that is a, you know, thing that I, that motivates me every day is that I know that kids are watching. Wow, that's awesome. I tell you, part of our goal one, is also talking about our students not only just graduating, but they're ready for careers in college, in the community. So now you look back at your experience here in MMSD and what you hope to do, what about careers? Are you having that opportunity to talk to students about other life choices that they can make about being responsible as a young person and how they're going to contribute back to society? How, how, how's that playing out for you? Man, it's, it's, that plays out for me every single day. I have an open door policy. I know being a leader now, I always make time for our students. They, they need to come in and talk and we and we talk about life we we navigate we come up with different goals uh and i want to know their hobbies and what they and what they like to do and so we talk about um how are you going to attain this goal what have you done to get to this goal who do you know to get to this goal what resources do you have to help you reach this goal and if you don't have anything down if you don't know people that's my job and if I don't know somebody, I will make a phone call to connect those two people together to ensure our, our students have some avenue and some bridge to get to where they want to go. And that's what I'm about, building that bridge and being a resource. I don't know everything, but I, I do know certain people. They may know everything. If they don't, they might reach out to somebody else. It's all about the network and, and being that bridge and connection for our younger kids and our youth. So Wow. Well, let me just tell you this because we said we – we talk straight here, yep. lead to liberate. Yep. There are a lot of young people who are matriculating through our system to get up to high school and they're not feeling confident about their academic skills. And so they start making other choices. What do you say to them? I mean, because we're talking about early literacy and beyond, but we have students in high school right now. They're, some are projected to graduate yep. and they may not have a skill set. Should, what should they do? Should they consider just leaving high school or should, how should they? manage that no let them know that it's okay you know we we've all been there but we're not going to give up on you we're going to figure out how to get you the support and help that you need uh in that classroom and we we do want to be proactive when we see situations like this because working in the school district you see things happening you know the next steps for some of these students if we don't Mm -hmm. help them when we need to and so we want to athletically we want to get in these buildings early we want to start reaching out to kids in middle school saying this is the um things that you need to do in order to participate at the high school level, right? Because there are certain grade requirements needed to, to be eligible to participate. So if we can start reaching these kids early, getting them engaged early, hey, 
you need to know how to read. Like, that is the key component because when you are disengaged, it's probably because you don't know what's going on in a classroom, right? So you feel the need to stray away and be in the hallways where you're comfortable because you're not comfortable in the classroom. Mm. So if we can continue to figure that out, reach these kids where they are, get them the, need, the support that they need, which is mainly reading, then they may feel comfortable in that classroom where they can avoid the hallways, right? Because the, the hallways is an avoidance for high school students most of the time. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this, Mr. Gaines, it's definitely been a pleasure having you here on this podcast. And I'm going to take a page out of your book uh, when you said to compliment somebody. I really like that West Staff uh, jacket you're wearing. And if you want to gift it to somebody, I think that's about my size. Hey, okay? you know what's crazy? <laughs> when I was coming over here, I was like, should I bring him a West Athletic shirt? And I said, no, I'll give it to him when he comes to a basketball game or something. So, <laughs> Right. Well, I definitely plan on being in a basketball game. But I think the last part of what you just said about the avoidance in the hall when you don't feel comfortable in the classroom. And I think what you all have set out to do to build relationship this year, uh, we all know that you have uh, Mr. Kangea this year, yep. your new principal and the staff working yep. hard together to build relationships. It's been a pleasure having you here on this podcast. One of our very own, everyone. You're talking about an MMSD graduate coming back to make a difference. Thank you for listening in and wait to next week. You're listening to Lead to Liberate, a podcast by the Madison Metropolitan School District demonstrating how the more we know, the more we grow.